This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. On today's big show, we hear from Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. We talk Bemidji area fishing, his preparation for the Graha this weekend, and another Fast Five. Plus, it's Lake of the Weekday, and that's also over in the Grand Rapids area. It's all coming up. in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man. But the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass. And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my mercury right in the bag. Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me. Cause I'm fishing Paul Bunyan Country. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored in part by Bumaji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu This is Bro reminding you that the coolest people are on Fishing Paul Bunyan Country and Kevin Jackson too. Well, today on the show, we have Chase Down, Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. Uh, We're going to talk Bemidji area fishing, but right now, uh, he's over in the Grand Rapids area getting ready for the big Graha. How many years, Jason, have you been in the Graha? This is the sixth year I've fished it. And what's your highest finish so far? Uh, my classic 11th place. Okay. Well, it's an it's a great tournament uh, on a really fun, frustrating, unique piece of water. Oh, it's an incredible body of water. Pakegama is super neat. But, I mean, not only does it have walleyes, it has huge walleyes that fight like smallmouth bass. And since I'm mentioning smallmouth bass, there's a lot of those in there to catch, too. It's super fun. It is. Uh, really uh, can be a very tough lake to figure out. Uh, water's very deep. There's so much uh, food in there for the walleyes to get them to go after your bait can be a... A difficult task sometimes, but uh, boy, it's a it, people who have fished it really like it a lot. Yeah, that's the finding the walleyes is not an issue. It's getting them to bite because everywhere you go, there's bait. There's smelt in there, and those walleyes love eating the smelt. That's what makes them so big. But yeah, every spot that looks like it should hold a walleye typically holds a few walleyes. It's just getting the buggers to uh, to eat what you're offering is the uh, is the big trick. And what a lot of guys, and we, you know, we've talk, we talk about this like a, quite a bit, of course. Uh, most people say it, you noted really big walleyes, but they fight. They don't fight like walleyes. No, the we caught some fish yesterday, 
24, 25, 26 inches that they just don't fight like any walleyes we've got in the Bemidji area. I mean, and in, and in fact, most walleyes have caught anywhere. They just, they're built different out here and they just don't stop. Every time you think you're about ready to net them, they turn that head around and head towards the bottom again and pull out another three, four feet of drag. <laughs> well, that's, but that's fun. Oh, yeah. It's a riot. It's a blast. It's super fun. And every time you set the hook, you could have a legit 28-inch, 9-pound walleye on. I mean, they're just built big over here. Wow. Well, speaking of the Bemidji area, how has fishing been uh, in Bemidji so far in June? Um, my fishing has been nothing short of fantastic. I haven't I haven't put my boat in. We'll put it this way. It's been so good. I haven't even put my boat in Lake Bemidji yet. Oh, I've uh, I've been playing around on the smaller local stuff, that kind of that stuff I like to uh, like to fish, and the bite's just been fantastic. I did the shiner and jig thing, and for a couple of weeks, and the last couple of weeks has been nothing but night crawlers. We're starting to see some bug hatches, and to me, there's nothing better than that night crawler bite. Has it been a all day bite for you? Yep. Yeah, I've been. Uh, had some morning trips, so we caught fish all morning and midday and afternoon and evening. Now just obviously, though, you've got the low light times that are a little bit better than than midday, but still, for the most part, we're been catching fish pretty consistent. Would you say this has been uh, one of the better starts to the season for a while? Uh, for me, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, I've been able to put. Uh, I've cleaned a lot of walleyes for clients so far this spring. <laughs> it's been fun. I've had a lot of smiles on people's faces and been able to send Matt a lot of pictures for the Facebook, so he's happy. And, and again, you're doing this on you know some of those smaller lakes that might be more, more people would you know maybe visit early in the season and then be done with. Yeah, but there's you know those those smaller lakes always have a good bite. Um, I love Big Turtle, Turtle River Lake coming back. That's got a good bite. Uh, Black Duck's been absolutely ridiculous. I see. That tournament, they've got that black deck tournament this weekend, and that's usually the sign. But today or tomorrow, uh, that bite usually slows down right in time for that tournament. But the bite out there has been a lot of fun, a lot of really nice. There's a big year class of 18-inch fish on black deck right now that have been super fun to, to tangle with. Much more with Jason Ronander later on, including another Fast Five. He's over in Grand Rapids getting ready for the Graha on Pokegama Lake, and we're headed over Pokegama Lake Way for our Lake of the Week next. Hi, this is Nate Blazing of the Nisla Guide League, and I'm doing my best to keep Kevin Jackson from embarrassing himself. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business... Health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. 
Well, it's Lake of the Weekday. We're headed over to the Grand Rapids Area Fisheries Office. Check in with their uh, their boss, Dave Weitzel. Dave, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, today we're going to talk about Clear Lake, which uh, is uh, it's definitely one of those out-of-the-way lakes. Um, it, it's in the U.S. forest. Um, there's not even a real great access to it, but but certainly uh, you can get in there and fish if you want to. Um, tell me a little bit about what we're going to find there once we make our way in. Yeah, well, uh, as you noticed, uh, Clear's a rather remote lake. Um, there's a little bit of development on the lake, but it's a pretty quiet setting. It probably doesn't get a lot of fishing pressure. So uh, for somebody that's uh, kind of looking to uh, go out and uh, really have a a nice experience, kind of one of these uh, places where you can go and be close to nature. Clear Lake might be a very good option for you. Um, from a fishing standpoint, uh, the water is pretty clear and has pretty low fertility, so that really impacts the growth rate and number of fish that the lake can produce. Uh, so it's not really thought of as a destination fishery, um, but it is the kind of place uh, where you can go and have just a good, fun experience, especially if you enjoy fishing from a canoe or a kayak. Uh, and with those water clarities, uh, I find those kind of lakes to be particularly fun with a fly rod um, because uh, you're able to, to see those fish and sight fish them quite, quite often. Yeah, I think that uh, it, it's fun to get away, and certainly uh, when you go out in a lake like that, you're going to probably see some things that you might not see in a lake full of uh, motorboats and houses and, you know, lots of fishing pressure. Exactly, yeah. Well, again, again, it's it, it's it's a typical small lake in Minnesota, right, as far as the fish goes. You're going to find your crappies, you're going to find your bluegills, there's some bass and, uh, and, and some northerns, and if you do get into some northerns, looks like you'll get some good-sized ones. Yeah, and, and that uh, is a good way of describing the lake. You know, I think it's primarily thought of as a panfish lake. Uh, like I say, those fish tend to sl- grow a little bit on the slower side. Uh, but we do see bluegills uh, that grow up to about eight, 8 inches, and we do occasionally see crappies that are reaching 10 inches. And, and most anglers would say that those are quality-sized panfish. So that's probably the main draw for the lake. Um, you know, with the type of surveys that we've done out there, uh, it's been primarily test netting, so we haven't got a real good look at what the largemouth bass population looks like. Uh, but in these kind of lakes, uh, oftentimes the bass fisheries can be quite good, um, especially if you're looking for a lot of action uh, with smaller fish. Uh, the lake does have some quality northern pike in it, um, and I think uh, these kind of lakes, um, because of the water clarity, it's going to be pretty easy to tell where the better habitat is. If you look for those areas of submerged vegetation, uh, you can bet that there's going to be some pike hanging around. Uh, and the lake, even on occasion, produces a walleye or two. It doesn't appear that there's any specific restriction on the type of boat you get in there, but I would assume <laughs> you're probably not going to be wanting to bring your big boat in. Yeah, a little tougher access. Um, I, you know, I typically uh, hear of folks fishing it with a small boat or, or again, something like a canoe or a kayak uh, can be a quite enjoyable way to fish the lake. Um, the, again, these are these are fun little lakes to visit, and certainly it's it's one of those things that makes us a kind of a special uh, place to be, Minnesota, being able to discover things like this. But I would assume from your standpoint, there's not much you do in a lake like this other just to, than to pop in every now and then and, and do your best to make sure everybody's healthy and everything's going the way it's supposed to go. 
Yeah, that's exactly right, and that tends to be the best management approach on some of these lakes. Uh, the fish species that are present are more than capable of uh, maintaining their populations without a lot of intervention. Uh, and given the slower growth rates, uh, it's not the kind of place where you would expect a regulation to work to produce um, consistently large uh, panfish, for example. Um, but with that being said, it is the kind of lake that you can go to uh, and catch higher numbers of sunfish, for example, uh, and not feel guilty about taking some fish home with you because um, those fish are really only going to have the opportunity to top out about eight inches, uh, whether we regulate the lake or not. It's not a lake, I'm guessing, that gets a whole lot of pressure. No, I, I don't believe that it does. Um, so, and again, in the forest, I'm guessing not much of anything as far as buildings and, you know, that type of thing, development? Um, very light. I, I believe there might be a, a, a cabin or two on the lake, but uh, it's pretty quiet. <laughs> you know, sometimes we need those days. Oh, absolutely. And, and the neat thing about uh, folks that are, you know, maybe looking to do a, a trip to Clear Lake, um, you know, there's a lot of other small lakes uh, right in that immediate vicinity. So there's a lot of opportunities to explore. That part of uh, Itasca County tends to not have a lot of development. Much of the land is state and federal lands. Uh, so these little lakes are out there. Um, and you've heard me talk before about crappie in particular being cyclical, right? They don't produce a good year class every year. Uh, it pays to try these small lakes uh, from time to time because if you can time it right, uh, when there is a year class of crappie that have been around a while, you can find some excellent crappie fishing. Uh, you just have to ex enjoy it while it lasts because uh, inevitably those fish either get harvested or, or die out from old age, and it takes a while for the next year class to come in. So having kind of a rotation of these small lakes on your radar to try, you know, maybe every summer, uh, odds are you're going to hit one that has some real high-quality fish at any given time. So, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of those kinds of lakes in the Grand Rapids area, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know how many total lakes you have to take care of, but how often do you guys even get a chance to, to do any testing in lakes like that? Yeah, un unfortunately, uh, over time, our staff size has been reduced, so we don't, don't get to them as often as we'd like to. Tr traditionally, uh, we might get to a lake like Clear Lake on a 10- to 15-year rotation, um, you know, now we're, we're lucky if we can get into a lake like that maybe once every 20 or 30 years. Uh, but we kind of remain, uh, retain some flexibility with that. You know, if we're hearing from folks that the fishery is not functioning the way we would expect it to, we can always move those up in our priority list and survey them more frequently. Uh, but for the most part, um, you know, the, the main uh, value of surveying th those lakes is just to have some information to share with anglers. Uh, so we do like to get out there on occasion so when people want to know what to expect in those lakes, we're able to have an idea of what the lake is capable of producing. Well, if I'm an adventuresome soul and I want to get out in the woods and discover this lake, uh, how do I get there? Yeah, it's, it's pretty remote uh, in kind of the northwestern part of Itasca County, uh, but for folks that are good with the map, if you can find the community of Wirt uh, on your map, uh, there's a county road called County Road 29 that goes through Wirt. Uh, right in Wirt, there's a road that goes north that's called County Road 31. And if you turn north on that road, you'll cross the Big Fork River. Uh, you'll go about a mile, and Clear Lake will be on the left. Okay, it's Clear Lake. 
It's our Lake of the Week, uh, one of the ones that I, I love to talk about, and those hidden away gems. Dave Weitzel from the Grand Rapids Area Fisheries Office with the details. Dave, t- thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, my pleasure. As far as I know, Jason Rylander is not spending any time on Clear Lake right now. He's looking deep into Pacagama, trying to find big walleyes, getting ready for the Graha. We'll check back in with him next. This is Toby Kavaliva. All of us at LOA are proud to make Kev Jackson sound smart. Sort of. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. I'm Chuck Hathi, Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We are continuing the conversation with the great Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. It's always so much fun to go fishing when you know, you know, you're probably going to get a bite. And of course, uh, here, if you're not getting the walleye bite, there are other things to fish for. Have you even had time to do that? Um, well, kind of played with some bluegill stuff when they were pre-spawn, sitting out in that walleye zone where I just use a. If I was been rigging crawlers and catch a bluegill, I know that there's going to be a few bluegills in that area, so I'll just snip and use half a crawler on a on just my plain rig, Lindy rig, my bait rig, and and then just troll back and forth in that area and and get them, get clients or myself a bunch of those because there isn't anything better to eat than than a bluegill. It's just always an embarrassment of riches, right? You got walleyes to choose from, you got bluegills. Of course, there's always bass fishing, uh, you know, and <laughs> it, it, there's not enough hours in the day to fish for everything you'd like to fish for. Right, mud. I'd like to get out with some of these guys that know what they're doing, catching bass, just to uh, learn it a little bit myself. I don't know if I want to dive into it too bad. That's another $5,000 worth of stuff I'd probably have to buy. But <laughs> if if Jace Peterson is listening, um, please take me fishing. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> he seems like one that would probably be a good one to go with. He might know a little something about bass. Apparently, the guy can catch fish, and he apparently can win walleye tournaments in a bass boat. You know, yeah, uh, big bass guys keep keep winning walleye tournaments. Yeah, I think I'll spend a couple of weeks worrying about walleye, oh, and then get back to bass. That's hard to take, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen uh, again. You're, you're talking that. Uh, we don't even have to go to those big, famous bodies of water. We can just fish the uh, lake closest to us, really. Yeah, well. At least you can. We've got, we're so blessed with awesome lakes in our area. I mean, I'm talking to some guide friends that are over on Winnie, and that bite this spring has absolutely been on fire. I'm sure you've talked to some of those guys this spring that are over yep. there. And my, I just haven't gone to Bemidji because I, you know, I'll I'll spend a lot of time out there in July when those smaller lakes kind of get a little bit slower. Bemidji's so dang consistent all year. You know, you can go out there any, any given day and, and pick up your walleyes. But, uh, yeah, if you drive an hour from Bemidji, you can sure be on a lot of really good lakes, <laughs> a lot of fun lakes. 
Well, if we're going out this weekend, just general information, you know, we're not going to be, uh, if we're not tournament fishing like you, we just want to catch some walleyes. Uh, where should we start on any given lake, and what do we need to have in the boat this weekend? If I was going this weekend, I would have night crawlers in the boat, night crawlers in the boat, and night crawlers in the boat. Let me jot that down. Looking for those, look for the mud, look for the weed edge. I'm starting to see a lot of bugs hatching, and as the bugs hatch, they just start eating night crawlers more and more and more. You get that mayfly hatch. It's tough to beat a uh, orange, copper-colored spinner and a slow death rig and drag it around because they're munching on those mayfly catch, and you can mimic it with that and put a lot of fish in the boat. It's a lot of fun. Who are you fishing with this weekend? Mr. Dan Fuller. Oh, okay. Okay, it's the Bearded Wonders. Yeah. And and pre-fishing's been good? I mean, I, I don't expect to hear anything very, uh, you know, specific, but uh, has the pre-fishing been good? Yesterday was, uh, we're kind of teamed up with Jamie Fehrenbacher and, and Dan's wife are fishing together, Alexa, and uh, they had a little bit better day than us yesterday. We're splitting up. Alexa's going with Dan. I'm going with Jamie today, and we're going to hopefully duplicate what we found and find some more spots today and and get the program ready for Saturday. All right. Well, I know you need to get out there and get going, so uh, do you have time for a quick Fast Five? Fast Five. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. What's up? Fast Five. Question number one, what is the first fish you ever caught, and how old were you? I'd sure guess it was a bluegill. I was probably three or four, probably from the shores of Long Lake near near Dalton, Minnesota with my grandpa. Question number two, what is your favorite movie of all time? Ooh, Jeremiah Johnson, Tombstone, one of those two probably. Okay. Question number three, what was your favorite subject in school? Science. My science teacher, I'm still friends with. He was a he's a fisherman. He's retired now, but was kind of retired. But he's uh, he's a fisherman, and he also made science a lot of fun. He's a good guy. All right. Question number four: Your high school celebrity crush? Holy fuck! It was 25 years ago. Um, who the heck would it have been? Oh, maybe Beyonce. That Destiny's Child days. Okay. And still pretty pretty good looking lady. Yes, she is. And finally, <laughs> question number five. Do you drink coffee? I'm having coffee right now. Alright, question five A. Yeah. Question five A, coffee black or with additives? Don't put anything in my coffee. I want more coffee in my coffee. <laughs> you are a great man. <laughs> yeah, I'm something. <laughs> well, listen, Jason, I know you're not uh, guiding this week, but uh, when you're back guiding and people want to hire you and discover these great lakes in our area, how do they go about doing that? Easy way is find us at northcountryguides.com. Give Matt or I a call. Uh, my number is 218-766-7781. Hey, Jason, have a great time this weekend. Good luck. I appreciate it, Cowboys. Good chat. Now we go this has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast. 
sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria.